Well, folks, once again, you're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Jason Kerbman, halfway across the country, or so to speak, is my good friend, the inventor of the uranium curly fries, Mr. Jim Nelson. Jim, how are you doing? Because it'll make you glow in the dark. You will, and, and shrivel up, too, like a curly fry. Yes. Have you ever been out to, uh, no, you've never, have you ever been to a nuclear blast site? Intentionally, I should say. <laughs> no. No? And no. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, not even accidentally. That you know of. Right. Yeah. Anything could happen in this day and age. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I've been out to uh, the uh, Trinity site several times, once by special invite. That was fun. Um, so, yeah, they, they I went out there and they said, here, stand here. We just want to see what happens. Don't don't go away. Yeah. Uh, never, no. never do that. Not really. That's not really what happened. So um, uh, we're going to do some business here real quick, and then we're going to get into some fun and games and whatnot. Uh, Jim, we have a we have a corporate sponsor. Ba-da-da-da-da. Yeah, McDonald's. Good stuff. I love their food down there. Love it so much, I really have to watch my girlish figure. I, I try to avoid it um, when I'm really tempted so that I can eat there when I'm not so tempted. I don't know wow. if that makes sense there or not, but... <laughs> You, that you know, got awkward. If, if I had a Big Mac, every time <laughs> I wanted a Big Mac, it would be like one of those endless loop tapes of just me eating a Big Mac. So, yeah. <laughs> it would. I Big Mac has got to be my all-time favorite sandwich. No people doubt about it. At, people be looking at video of it going, no, 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 it's not a loop. Look, right. the sesame seeds are in different places. When when I die, I want somebody to throw a Big Mac into my coffin just in case, you know. I'll so, I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah, okay. Which interestingly <laughs> enough, you know the word Huckleberry. They the rumor has it that comes from the word pallbearer. Did you know I that? Did not, that, that I yeah, did not know that. They called the handles back in the old west on a coffin a huckles. Um and the the word berry comes from a bearer. A, a pallbearer, yeah. So it, was somebody, that was that like the medieval? I don't, I don't know. That was the, that was a line from Tombstone, right? You know, from Doc Holliday. I'll I think he told Johnny Ringo, "I'll be your Huckleberry." You can buy those shirts in Tombstone. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your Huckleberry. I finally got around to watching that. That was a good movie. I like the little uh, memes on Facebook when these liberal bleeding heart snowflakes says, "We're coming for your guns," and it shows Val Kilmer underneath going, to "Say when." You know, when, right? Yeah, that's exactly how I feel too. So I'm I'm waiting for that day, waiting for that day. So that's our sponsor. Also, check out our website at our fantastic website dot com. We um, you can also go to our that same website going by going to vintagebiscuits.com. If you really can't get enough of this podcast, you ought to check us out on your cell phone at gravycan.com. So that's one way to reach to us. Um, also, our Facebook page, The Biscuits and Gravy Bunch. Here in a couple of weeks, we'll probably do another contest on there. We have a lot of... How many of people we got good, on there now? You know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Jim. I'm going to actually have to look that up real quick. Let me see what I can find out. All I got to do is go to Facebook.com, click on the Biscuits and Gravy Bunch, and it should tell me that little number right there in the upper right-hand corner. We have 635 members right now. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, we're special. So 635 people, well, they may not like the podcast, but they do at least like our (laughs) Facebook page with all the jokes. 
Uh, therapist says, your wife says you never buy her flowers. Is that true? Him, to be honest, I never knew she sold flowers. Right. That's one of the jokes on the Biscuits and Gravy page. You'll see a lot of cartoons there. Here's one from Mr. Brad. I saw a guy at the beach yelling, help, shark, help. I just laughed. I knew the shark wasn't going to help him. You know. Right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, when I was young, I was scared of the dark. Now when I see my electric bill, I'm scared of the lights. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was a kid before we left the house. Make sure all the lights are off, you know. And now we have those LED light bulbs that don't cost anything to run. But yet, our electric bill is so high still. I think it's because we leave our computers running. You think? Very possible. I, I mean, I've right now, let's see, one, two, three, four computers are running in my, five, five computers are running in my home non-stop i've got two for the podcast sarah and i have two laptops uh and then i have uh, one for the for work and and of course all of those have at least one monitor some of them have two so those are running and then when my son's here he's got a computer that he runs so i'll bet that and then of course you, you can't just I, in our house we have to have two refrigerators one for the meat and potatoes and one for the caffeine that's our caffeine refrigerator. We keep our sodas in it. Which I'm drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper and cream soda right now. And let me tell you, Jim, I, I'm I'm content and happy. I am. Which is which is hard for me to be in any... Uh, I can't... I was, we were talking about this earlier. I can't be content and I can't be happy if I'm in the same room with a tambourine. Right. Nope. Can't do it. Won't do it. Won't do it. I, I'm sorry. I just... There's a right way to play a tambourine... And uh, that would involve an old-fashioned telephone booth. Uh, just, don't, just don't like the tambourines. Not, not my thing. I, I saw one. Have you seen? They got them for praise and worship teams that are short-handed, uh, that attach to the guitar player's boot. Have you seen those? Oh no. Yeah, they strap I on with like a have, Vel- Velcro strap. Strap. They also have them that literally attach to the fingerboard of the guitar, so like a strummer can play the tambourine and the weird stuff. It's like somebody out there has just got to have They're a tambourine. Everywhere. Jason, make the bad man stop. Yeah, right. I, I don't everywhere. know. I don't know what the deal is with tambourines, but uh, I, I joked a long time ago, and you know, um, there was a, a mutual preacher that you and I used to know that hated guitars, and he said the best thing in the world that could happen to guitars is for all of them to be lined up outside during a very good hard rain, and that's how I feel about tambourines. So any anyway. Now there was a couple things um, I wanted to share. Yeah. Um, we've got a mutual friend, Christopher yeah. Sackett. Yeah. Who has a podcast you, you ought to check out. Yeah. Um, Jesus Strong Podcast, good Christian brother. Yeah. Uh, has got a lot of good, encouraging things to to say and share. Um, and and while you're checking that out, and he's on Anchor, he's on Spotify, he's on all the different platforms that uh, that that Anchor put you out there for um and i've got a podcast that the knight's chapel podcast um where i handle doctrine apologetics uh eschatology inspiration uh devotion and all with uh with communicating the beating heart of the savior uh so when you get a chance check those out as well um, yeah. I'm sure you're going to find that you're going to be blessed. And in the near future, we may end up having another uh, another group of friends that are going to be starting up their podcast as well. Um, I'm not going to say that until they get a few in the can. That sure. way people go there. 
Um, they got something to actually go to, but um, they know who they are if they're listening, and uh, just wanted to share that. And on Saturday mornings uh, at 10 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Mountain Time, Sarah and I will be doing a new Saturday morning show live on Leading Edge Radio Network and on Apex Radio Net, uh, the Cowboy and Cherry Show. We're really excited about that. We'll be... Uh, uh, it, it might have some little bit of mushy stuff in there and some good old uh, fashion vintage music from every genre and a lot of gospel music, which, by the way, Jim Apex Radio Net is now playing a lot of southern gospel music. Everything from the Kingsman to Mr. Cleophas Robinson. If you don't know who that is, look up this on YouTube. Cleophas, the Reverend Cleophas Robinson. Uh, the song is called Until I Found the Lord. That'll get your toe tapping. It will. Uh, just to cover a little bit more business, we are heard on Q-Star FM, KKTY, Tiger Country Radio, WBM Radio, and, of course, Good Talk Radio, and, uh, let's see, did I say Delmarva Talk Radio, and, of course, ApexRadioNet.com. Did I say Leading Edge Radio Network? We're on there. Anyway, um, that's about it. Uh, let's see, um, we are going to play the secret word game, Jim. Are you prepared right. for this? Yes. Uh, I, I, this remains to be seen. Yes, we'll see. Um, so how this works is I'm going to give uh, the audience uh, the secret word. I'll mute Jim's headphones. And when we get back, I'll turn his... When we're done with that, I'll turn his headphones back on. I'll give him three clues. If he says the secret word anytime now or during the rest of the show, then we will... Uh, we'll, you send me an email, mention episode 114, mention the secret word when Jim said it, I'll send you at least a rubber chicken, maybe something a little nicer, maybe something that plugs into the wall. How's that? And, All right. Yeah, something that plugs into the wall. Um, who knows? I, that could be a fork. You could plug a fork into the wall. No, don't do that. We want to. Don't. Have, no. This we want to have you coming ideas. back to listen to the rest of the podcast. So on the count of three, I will mute Jim's headset. One, two, three. The secret word this week is wallet. The secret word is wallet. Jim, are you ready for your clues? I am ready. Okay. The, the first clue is it's usually uh, made due to a contribution that's also made by sacrifice uh, from the bovine family. Do you have any idea? A steak. A steak. No, no. You're, you're on the right animal kingdom path, but we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. Something that could be considered a portable bank. A portable bank. A portable bank. Yes. How do we go from? How do we go from? Now, you, and you said bovine, so you're thinking? Are we thinking cow, or are we thinking? Well, pig wouldn't be bovine. No, pig's not bovine. Okay. So, pig is sow. So it's not a suey piggy bank. When a pig gets depressed, it commits suicide. Oh no. Anyway, but that yeah, no, it's not a it's not a pig. It is a cow. Okay. It, is it, it could be made and from a pig, but generally a, it's associated, associated with a cow. With a bank. Yes. Uh, well, it's considered a, a, a wallet? Yes, Jim. You have said the secret word. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. <laughs> and then, of course, the next clue was you put it in your pocket. So, oh, go. my goodness. Yeah, oh, so we, we'll make some jokes about that later off the air. So, right. yeah, so anyway, but no, not that they're dirty or clean. It's just Jim and I have a history with this a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of a previous history. So anyway, good job, Jim. I'm impressed. 
So, Jim, what have you been up to this week? Oh, goodness. Well, my daughter graduated high school. Yeah, congratulations. Yep, we did that. We went out. We got some sushi. Sushi? Um, that's that's, that a, that's a graduation gift in and all itself. Raw fish well, that, with rice. That was that was her call. That's what she No, wanted, that's, so that's, that's what good she stuff. I'd be happy with that. I like sushi. And um, then we went to the park and... We did parkour in the park. Parkour in the park. Wow. Parkour in the park. And what yes. exactly is parkour? Uh, parkour, think of it as, uh, there's actually a version of parkour or a related, if, a related thing called free running. Okay. Which starts to give you a little bit of a, an idea of what it is. Um, but it's basically, it's you go out for a run and you uh, will like vault and, and flip and spin your way over and around obstacles. Only your family, Jim. I'm not surprised <laughs> one bit. Well, what are we, we gonna do a... today? Well, it's your graduation. Let's beat each other up. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, no, yeah. no, 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 no. This is no. This no, is about engagement. This is about disengagement. Right. Okay. I get um, it. But um, I got out there and I was I was pretty happy because I was trying to teach the kid how to the kids how to take uh, how to take a fall, <laughs> and I ended up finding out that at 51 years of age, I still got it. Well, good for you, Jim. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, I was yeah. actually able to, and, and I was able to hit the ground with enough momentum without injuring myself. Um, that the momentum actually brought me right back up to my feet. So you like 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 I was like I didn't even lose momentum. So it when just, you got done, you were able to go back to the car and st- you know you could still breathe and see everything normally. Yeah. Okay. Because I I, I <laughs> took a, a novel concept. I took a physical fitness test one time for uh, a state job, law enforcement job, and I did pass. But when I got done, I was literally going blind and oh, out of no. breath. And they're like, uh, you can leave now. And I'm like, um, no, I can't. <laughs> I've got to drive home. And You're I could, about to black out. I, I, I saw a tunnel was. going in around me. So I just sat there and drank some water and then uh, breathed gently, as much oxygen as I could. I was there about 10 minutes. I got up and left. I was I was a little bit okay after that. Still a little wobbly in the knees. I was extremely overweight at the time, too. And there was people, I was watching them take the same test before me, and they were, they were athletes. They were in good shape. And they were failing. And I prayed. I prayed hard. Because this, this job was going to take me off the road. I wanted to be home with my family. Right, and this was my only shot at this that I could think of at the time. I prayed hard, Lord. I I know that I can't. I cannot do this by myself. So I I need you to to tie that spiritual rope around my waist and drag me through this course that I'm getting ready to do. And it was running laps around cones. It was dragging weights, jumping up and down stairs, all sorts of stuff. And it was just it was it was rugged. At the last part, there was this big 150 pound weight. And it was tied to a rope, and we had to pull it like so many feet. And I just knew I was going to be worn out and too tired. I grabbed that rope, and I gave it 110%. Come to find out that was more than what I needed to give it, because I just kind of flew backwards, and that was the oh, end no. of that. Yeah, but I, I got up and uh, walked over to the leader, and he looked at me and goes, I can't believe it. I was like, what? He goes, you passed, and you had 23 seconds to spare. Nice. God answers prayer. Jim, have you got any jokes for us? Okay. Uh, two, two, whales, two whales are in a bar. One turns to the other and says, <laughs> The 
The other whale turns to him and says, go home, Steve, you're drunk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even if we have told it before, yeah, I okay. Like I, I thought um, the first part was the punchline, and I thought I'm gonna we're, gonna we're gonna have to talk after the show. Um, so yeah, okay. All right, um, go ahead. Uh, ghost walks into a bar and orders a shot of vodka. The bartender says, "Sorry, we don't serve spirits here." <laughs> I knew where that one was going. Yep. Yeah. Um. Here we go. A dyslexic man walks into a bra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, why? Okay. Why can't you tell a kleptomaniac a joke? Uh, what? Because he steals them. Why? Because they always take things. They take literally. Them. Literally. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. I got one for you. Okay. What's the del definition of an alto? Um. What's the definition of an alto? Mid-range for a female vocalist. A soprano who can read music. Okay, that that was my musician joke. Speaking of musicians, I'm going to vent here a little bit. I did this before the show, but I'm going to do it again. I'm sorry. I know that a lot of pastors and music directors try to get as many people involved as they possibly can, but a tambourine is not the answer to that. Um, I, 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 Jim, I'm sorry. I can't. I don't like tambourine music. Tambourine music is an oxymoron. That's like military intelligence to me. It's well, that's like, kind of like, and, yeah. and with with respect with respect intended, um, to to certain sections of our population, rap music. Yeah. Um, my brother years back, somebody asked him, you know, if he ever listened to rap music, and my brother's like, ah. I, I don't I don't care for it. And the guy the guy says, "Well, have you, have you ever listened to it?" And he says, "Well, I don't know. Hum me a few bars." Right. You can't be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Starts sounding like somebody's going into a seizure or something. Yeah, I just sorry. I, go, go ahead. No, I, rap music doesn't have its place, uh, especially in I I don't I've heard of churches doing rap music. You know, so and so wants to come up and perform this rap song that he wrote. I, I just I'm sorry. I, I don't you know, think... with, with, some, with some love and tolerance intended, it's not my thing, but I've had friends. I mean, good, solid, biblical friends. I know some people aren't going to be able to accept that, eh, <laughs> that you're hanging up. Hey, I, I'm not going to judge. I, I'm not judging. You they... know why I'm not going to judge? Because you're not a tambourine player. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of have gone a far afield, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, but that's okay. Um, you're still you're still safe. You're in the safe zone. You haven't hit the yeah, tambourine. Yeah, because I'm not playing a tambourine. Right, you haven't done that yet. Um, so, but no, I had a friend years back. Uh, he was supposed to play down at the Masonic Theater. Uh, really skilled, really skilled rapper. Yeah. And it, when you listen to the content of his stuff, it was it was biblically very solid. And as and and when you talked with the guy, you understood he loved the Lord, like yeah. for real. No, no, not my thing. But hey, it might be somebody else's thing. But tambourines, just say no. Right. Yeah, I just oh, I, <laughs> I cringe. Um, I think they 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 now they can be played right, but I've never I've you know it's playing playing tambourine right is like playing the drums. It can be done right and it can be done wrong. You it's an instrument that does not need to be or even compete in volume with the other instruments. It should right. be it, in the background. It keeps you it keeps you in time. 
yeah. each other. Yeah, and, uh, you know, tambourines should, in my opinion, are like children. They should be seen and not heard. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, not heard too often and too loudly. So there, there's, there's my I like ch Apparently, the difference between us is I like children a lot more than you like tambourines. Yeah, well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I do love children, Sarah will tell you that, you know, so... But, Provided uh, they're cooked properly? Not, no, don't go there. That's, that's bad, Jim. Bad. These, are the, these are the jokes. Right, yes. So anyway, um, <laughs> you just remind me of a movie. Uh, something about Ernest and Halloween years ago. and uh, oh. Somebody was saying, yeah, we got to save the, get rid of the monster or whatever because the monster will uh, eat the the children or whatever and Ernest says yeah but only the children right <laughs> so oh no yeah that's, that is bad which was a funny line but it was done so quickly that you had to really pay attention to catch it in the movie but, but that's another thing I could vent on I, I Ernest movies yeah not my thing anymore I've grown up since then so but anyway let's see let me get back to the tracker uh you got any you got any other jokes or should we move on to the quotes um for the for the sake of of the children. For the sake of the children, yes. <laughs> it's for the children. I, I've got jokes, but we should move on. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to tell you about something uh, that happened at church this morning. Our pastor is out. He's uh, He had a little bit of minor surgery, and he's in a little pain. We're in prayer for him. Uh, but um, we had a couple of gentlemen speak this morning, and one was uh, Mr. George, and he spoke about how it's a Christian's responsibility uh, to and this involves the principles of stewardship uh, to to be active in politics, um, and I, and I think we we should be active. I really do. His statement was, if we don't do something and stand up now, we're going to lose everything. I kind of I believe that one hundred percent, but I also in the back of my mind often ask myself, are we past the point of no return? Have we already lost everything? I don't think so. I really don't, but boy, we think, are on the edge. I do think that November is going to be the deciding point. Right. Yeah. Because you can't you can't put this level of crayon aiding crazy in the White House. Right. And think that we're going to be okay. And if America can't figure that out, we are done. Well, I got I got some quotes from different people. Um some of them are founding fathers. Uh, most of them are from Mr. David Barton, uh, who you and I both mutually respect and admire. Uh, David Barton said, the, founding f the founders never intended to separate Christianity from government, only to keep a single denomination from running the nation. That is the best way I've heard that put, and I think that's true. Um, based, yep. on the, based on the theme, Jim, I'm just going to go through all of mine, and then we'll turn the mic over to you. Uh, okay. We do have a godly heritage in America, but we have been robbed, robbed by the 3%. I've said for a long time that the liberal, the LGBT, uh, all these big movements that the press is pushing and pushing, they literally are the minority in America. You wouldn't think so, by the way, the press presents it, but they, they are nothing Well, in, in size and numbers, really, I don't think. Here's the problem. I think you're right. I think you're right. But here's the thing. If they are the minority, 
then why does the minority get to run the show for the majority? Right. If they're not the minority, which they're trying to do this whole let's rise up and be mighty thing, if you're not the minority, then how do you claim a victim status? Pick one. Right. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Pick one. Either you're a minority and and you feel victimized and you get to claim a victim status, but you don't have enough power to take things over, or you do have enough power to take things over, but now you can't claim a victim status. Yep. But you got to pick one. Which is it? Yep. Uh, here's another one by David Barton. Recent decades clearly demonstrate that the more secular our public school systems become, the less successful they become academically. Boy, isn't that the truth. Yep. We, we have seen that. Our, my own state of New Mexico, academically, I think falls within the, it might be the last in the, in the country, fall in last place. I know it's definitely in the last 10. Probably, I know it's lower than that. I'm being fair and too kind, I think. So, uh, another thing, uh, this is by Glenn Beck. Political correctness doesn't change us, it just shuts us up. Yep. And that that's absolutely right. You can't say anything if you're not politically correct. You can't make your point across. You can't talk, you can't say all lives matter. Because that's not, that's not politically correct. You can't even say that Black Lives Matter in the context that all lives do. Right. You, you're not even allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. You you could get me started there, but I don't I don't really want to do that. We've done that before on the show before already. So, um, Thomas Jefferson. Now we're going to get into a couple of founding fathers. Thomas Jefferson said, "There's no justification." for taking away individuals' freedom in the guise of public safety. Boy, does that sound familiar for today? It sounds somewhat prophetic, doesn't it? Yeah, because just this week, I'm going to talk about this, just this week our governor in New Mexico declared that uh, masks are not only mandatory in public, which is what she said about three weeks ago, but now if you get caught not wearing one, for individuals, you could face a $100 fine. For businesses that don't enforce it, they could face a $5,000 fine. Now, keep in mind, this came out Wednesday. Two days later was Friday when I went to that restaurant that we were talking about earlier. Nothing changed. Why is that? It's because people are starting to realize that a lot of the control mandates are a joke. Are control Our control mandates has nothing to do with public safety. It has to do with controlling the populace. Now, here, here, you want to take a vacation in New Mexico? Forget it. You can't. You want to know why? Because once you get into the state, the governor has mandated all visitors coming into the state from out of state must lock down and self-quarantine for 14 days. Well, most people only get a two-weeks vacation. If that. Yeah, if that. So you're coming to New Mexico because you want to see Carlsbad Caverns or you want to go down and visit the courthouse where Link, uh, Billy the Kid escaped? Well, you're going to have to do it on your way out of town if you've only got a two-week vacation. This is what our governor has done. Makes absolutely no sense at all. Well, and the other thing that me. we're starting to realize that parallels that is that the experts tell you Everybody's got to wear a mask. And then the experts turn around and tell you, well, no, actually, only certain people should. Yeah. And, but me, but meanwhile, but meanwhile, 
you go you go out i went out with the kids today uh to get some subway and we got to put masks on to walk into the subway it well because the experts have told listen the experts have talked out of both sides of their face 50 different directions yeah yep so let me know when the experts make up their mind clearly we're not there and 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 i'm the guy who i'm the guy who i respect authority and i try to go along with the authority but dude at some point you've got to start making some sense and yeah. you can't hijack people's yeah. lives backwards forwards sideways in 50 different directions and and just expect that people are at some point are going to start asking some good questions going why was this again right now i want to i will make this clear if i go into a business and they say um sorry you can't come in here without a mask one of two things is going to happen First thing is I'm going to decide right there and then if I if I really need to go in that business. If I don't really need to, I walk out. I'm done. If I do really need to do that because I am going to get groceries and take them home or whatever, if I really need to, uh, I'll wrap my bandana around my face or whatever. I, you know, that's their business. That's their right to make that request. However, if I don't need to and they don't ask me to, I'm not going to because it is a control mandate and that goes along with my next quote when tyranny becomes law rebellion becomes duty thomas jefferson there comes a point where that's the fact yeah and i think we're i think we're we're at that point i really do if they if they told me if if everything i heard about mask was this will prevent the disease this will keep you from getting it keep you from spreading it whatever there was no controversial issue on that right left up, down, and everybody agreed on that, I'd be the first one to put one on. Yep. But I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that. The only thing I'm seeing is people like my governor and like your governor and some of the others that are, you know, when you can't even go into Walmart and buy garden seeds because the garden department's taped up because that's considered a non-essential item, you know, this something is wrong right now. Yep. Something is wrong right now. And the other thing that I've seen on the other end of this is people like Bill Maher, and I'm using the, the word not in its literal sense, but literally praying for an economic collapse so that we could get Trump out of office. Right. They've been begging for it, hoping for it, dreaming of it. And now it was handed to them on a silver platter. Um, and now they just can't wait for the election. They've been pushing mail-in votes and everything else so yeah the attitude of the left is repulsive i I mean it really is and and i know there are good people out there who are i'll tell you what but though there's a walk away movement now going on too people are walking away from the left going something this ain't right this is not right i don't want to be associated with this i'm not not saying they've walked over into the republican camp but they're certainly walking away from the democratic camp People are leaving. But you don't hear that on CNN. You hear Trump's numbers are low. Trump supporters are walking away. I don't know any personally. I don't. That, there may be some of that to some degree, but it's, it's not enough to make it a news story. I guarantee that. But there you uh, have it. Yeah. Here's here, here's the thing. I think, I, 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 I hope, I hope you're right about that. The, the problem is, is that um, I don't, I'm scared to underestimate the stupidity of the masses. Well, it's all speculation on my part right now. I hope you're right. Yeah. 
I hope you're right. I do too. But, but, but here's the thing, is that I think we need to work and get word out there as if you are are wrong. Right. And don't let this slack just because the polls favored Hillary in the last election and she got and she got beaten. That is absolutely no reason that we shouldn't take it seriously and push hard. Because um, the one thing that Joe Biden said that I actually agree with is that this is a fight for the absolute soul of our nation. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. He's not, not, not the from, answer. Not from the same perspective, but you, yeah, he's I not agree. the answer. Yeah, somebody said. You've got two choices in November, Trump or, or socialism. That, that's yeah. your choice. And it really is. Uh, there, there is a third choice. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, you may know where I'm going with that, but it's kind of funny. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But, uh, let's see. I've got another couple more quotes here. Thomas Jefferson, does the government fear us or do we fear the government? When the people fear the government, tyranny has found victory. The federal government is our servant, not our master. And there's a lot of truth to that, too. I got one more by Thomas Jefferson. An honest man can feel no pleasure in the exercise of power over his fellow citizens. So what does that make our governors? Does that make them honest people? On the contrary. Anyway, I am glad I got that off my chest. There will be more to come next week, I'm sure. Jim, do you have any quotes for us? I do, but I've actually decided... um, You want to touch back on some of this? Well, I, just real quick, um, and just just to the degree that because most of what I've got is is more inspirational. Okay, good. Um, I could use some inspiration. But I I do want to. There was a book here um, many years ago called "None Dare Call It Treason." I remember. And there was a second. There's a follow up book that most people don't know know about called "None Dare Call It Treason." Twenty five years later. Okay. Um, by John A. Stormer. Um, people need to kind of get this book and get on board with this and understand that the socialist movement in America, it's been working to this fever pitch for a very long time. And if we don't shove this thing back to the pit where it came from, we're going to we're going to reap the whirlwind here. But the quote that 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 the title of that book is based upon, um, is uh, actually a quote by John Harrington. The quote is, Treason doth never prosper. What is the reason? For if treason prosper, none dare call it treason. Right. So, food for thought, get the book, understand, this is, this is not accidental. This is not an organic movement towards growth and change and goodness in America. This is a, this is a stated... Uh, long-term conspiracy and now we're here and november is going to come and we're going to make choices and we better make right choices or our ability to even say that there was an option is going to be taken away from us yeah yes we're to we're to that point um but uh to get some uh a little bit a little bit lighter okay quotes um, at least inspirational, because I think somewhere in the process we can get we can get so beaten down by the negative stuff that's in the world that that when somebody starts to steal your agency away, your ability to effect change in the world, you need to realize that you are mighty. And these qu- these quotes kind of go uh, 
uh, along the uh, the lines of that. Um, be who you are. Say what you feel, because those who who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Hmm. Um, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Strangely, that came from Colin Powell. Um, Les Brown once said, be willing to go all out in pursuit of your dream. Ultimately, it will pay off. You are more powerful than you think you are. Uh, Paulo Coelho said, uh, there is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, the fear of failure. Don't worry what others are doing. Do you. Russell Simmons. Yeah. Uh, you cannot control everything that happens to you. You can only control the way you respond to what happens. In your response is your power. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these I have, I have, I have the names that the the the, the, the attributions. Some of them I don't. That's all right. Uh, stay strong, even when it feels like everything is falling apart. Uh, don't make friends who are comfortable. To be with, make friends who will force you to level yourself up. Thomas J. Watson. Good quote. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Failure is a prerequisite for great success. If you want to succeed faster, double your rate of failure. Brian Tracy. There's there's a lot of truth to that. They say, you know, I, I don't know if it's true, but like Babe Ruth, before he made his world record of the number of home runs, he also have the world record of strikeouts so i've heard so i think there's some truth to that that may that may well be true there's a there's a scary movie i don't like scary movies by and large (laughs) i don't like scary movies it depends on the movie for me but there's one scary movie that i like and that is the movie signs oh yeah i thought you were gonna say something about spongebob but signs yeah yeah i i like that because it's about it's about kind of a well. There's aliens involved, but it's also uh, about finding, about rediscovering your faith in desperate circumstances. And there's one part in there where Mel Gibson's uh, brother, I think, uh-huh. um, is is he was the long like the long he'd had the the, the record in the state for the longest um, hit of a ball right. in baseball, and but he was also the strikeout champion. Yeah. And that was the thing that kept him from going to the to the big leagues. Um, and and his comment was, "It just didn't feel right not to swing." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but the but the cool thing at the end of the movie was, um, Mel Gibson's wife when she had died. One of the things that she had said was, "Tell Merrill to swing away." And, and the aliens are in the house, and Mel Gibson right. says, "Merrill." Swing, Swing away. away. Yeah. <laughs> and the music hits. It's like, yes! Interesting awesome. movie. It was just not... It, the pace of that movie wasn't for me. Yeah, I get it. It was and like on of, again, off again, on again, off again, you know, with the pace. Yeah, the thing I liked about the... I, I know what you're talking about. I really do. And I respect, I respect where you're at with that. The reason I liked the pace was because I like some movies that, that are kind of daring by... Instead of filling every moment with something that's absolutely riveting, uh-huh. they slow the pace down and invite you to step into that world. Sure. And, and and on that level, they make you feel like you've actually gone on a little bit of a vacation 
because you're there. One movie that's absolutely daring with that is uh, Dances with Wolves. I like that movie. That 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 kind of does the same thing a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but um, but no, different people are in different places with it. But that was yeah, I liked I liked Signs. Uh, Henry Ford once said, "Obstacles are those things you see when you take your eyes off the goal." Yeah, that's true. Um, and here I'll make this my last one. Okay. By Grant Cardone. Just remember, the people that say your dreams are impossible are the ones who have already quit on theirs. That's yeah, that's true. I there's, believe that's, it, there's a lot of sense to that. If if I can share this, yeah. Um, something that um, I touched on, and I touched on it in a in a in a different context because I was dealing with uh, creation versus evolution on my podcast. Right. And what I realized was is that there's a universal truth that holds, and that people should really develop a sensitivity to. When somebody is telling you something that thieves away your agency, and by agency I mean your sense that you have you have value that you have something to contribute to this world that your contribution matters right that mm-hmm. you can um that's that when i say somebody's stealing your agency that's what i'm talking about when somebody's trying to sell you on 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 the idea that you're you're just uh specs in an indifferent universe and that nothing you do is matter and nothing that you do matters you realize and i think it's important to realize this that they are really trying very hard to sell you that idea. In other words, I think we lost Jim there. Let me. They are maintaining their agency while they try to strip you of yours. I'm. I am here. Okay, gotcha. Where did you lose me? I'm. I'm it's okay. Go ahead. Okay, uh, the people that are trying to strip away your agency are maintaining theirs. And I think that we need to we need to have a real sensitivity to that, um, because there's a lot of that going on in the world, and it's usually done in such a slick fashion that it's like a one move thing where they 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 accomplish both simultaneously. That the evolution thing does that by trying to tell you that you know you're you're the product of blind force, random chance, dead matter. That nihilism is the philosophy that you really want to engage, uh, because nothing really matters. Right. Okay. Well, if it's even if that were true, why is it so crucial that they evangelize that to strip me of theirs while they maintain the sense of urgency and purpose in selling you that? Yeah. So they're stealing from you what they maintain for themselves. Yeah. And that's a form of brainwashing. Yeah. I would agree with that. Absolutely. I, I would encourage everybody to, to hold on to your sense of agency, stick to your beliefs, and be sweetly dangerous. Sweetly dangerous. Ooh, I like that phrase. Sweet, yeah, I got. I got to write that one down. That's a, that's a gymism. I'm going to claim that one. Sweetly dangerous. Okay. Sweetly dangerous. Which, sweetly speaking dangerous. of sweetly dangerous, that kind of reminds me of the the, the third option I was going to talk about. Have you heard who else yes. is running for president? No. This is kind of sweetly dangerous. Kanye West has decided to run for president. Okay. I'm going to have to do a little research because I don't know which way he leans. Not that I'm considering voting for him. From what I've from what I've understand, he had some he had Can, some positive things. That's what I understand too, but I'm I'm not 
Sure, I but, heard something. But about how do that. you engage in this election and think that you're doing he might, the right the right yeah. side any any favors? He might be the Ross Perot of 2020. Duh, we can't afford it. Yeah, we can't we can't do that again. We can't. Oh, uh, which is why Bill. This reminds me. Takes me to a whole other topic. Uh, of course, that's why Bill Clinton got in office, right? Um, and of course, you think of Bill Clinton, you think of Hillary Clinton, you think of Epstein. And uh, his his girlfriend uh, slash secretary just got arrested this week. Did you hear about this? No, I did not. Yeah, I can't even pronounce her name. I'm not even going to try. I'm just wondering if uh, what if she'll still be around in a week or two. Who's? Uh, yeah, uh, Epstein's girlfriend slash secretary. Oh no no no! I did I did hear about that. Now that you mention it. Um, I did hear about that. I mean, and the memes. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the memes erupted. Yeah. Uh, Grish, Grishlane, I hope I or Gishlane, Maxwell. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, but I, you know, I'm wondering if uh, the Hillary clan is gonna be able, be able to, or even if they want to, uh, reach out and touch someone there in that case, if you know what I mean. So, I it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, because she has already come out supposedly and said that she's going to start naming names. So I think that's what they were afraid Epstein was going to do before he, you know, did not kill himself, quote unquote. Before so, he did, <clears throat> did not. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I, you know, I had no intention of even bringing that up, but hey, it's uh, there. It is. I put it on the table. So. Um, Here's some good news, too. Walmart, I'd like to find out which one of these Walmart is doing this. Uh, Walmart is planning on turning 160 of its parking lots into drive-in movie theaters. Have you heard about that? No. Yeah. Um, they're going to start doing this, and they're going to run from August until October. So that, that might be interesting. I wonder how they're going to set that up and how they're going to do it. Um Bringing back a little bit of the old Americana drive-in movie theater. I've never been to one. Have you? No, I don't think I ever have. Well, in our family, we just didn't go to movie movie theaters, period. It's just not something we did. Uh, so I'm kind of interested. We've Walmart has some property here. They're still, I, I'm kind of wondering if they're doing this in ones that have shut down. Uh, that'll, that'll be interesting. Another uh, good deed of the week... Um, let me just read this place for place. I believe this happened in San Francisco. From his kitchen window, Ben Ramirez is handing out free coffee and a smile to people in San Francisco neighborhood. On average, he makes about 10 to 15 cups a day for his regulars, and they are essential workers. In compliance with the six-feet social distancing guideline, he hands out the coffee with a toy gorilla arm, an idea given to him <laughs> by his five-year-old son, Luca. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. Drive up. I wonder if he's got like a circle drive through or something that goes around his house or something that makes that possible. That's too cool. Yeah. Where'd you get the where'd you get the coffee? Uh, I got it from a gorilla this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, you know what? That's one th one thing I've seen in this. There's a lot of things that are being done by I I will call it the average citizenry just to help out their fellow man. Um I saw a post today on one of our mutual friends, I won't mention his name, said that he's thinking about helping the homeless in his community. 
Right. Uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. So I, I, I was like, hey, you know, I kind of would like to know what you're doing. That is something my son and I have done before in the past. You know, we've put together a few backpacks and put, uh, last time we did it, we put Bibles, Vienna sausages, Pop-Tarts, um, uh, energy bars, energy drinks, um, just different socks, underwear, and toiletries. You know, like a razor and a toothbrush, toothpaste, uh, some toilet paper, a roll of toilet paper. Um, we did that sort of thing. Put them in a backpack and drove around handing them out. A couple of bottles of water, too, were in there, as I recall. Uh, and, you know, we, we got a lot of positive reactions and smiles from the homeless gentleman that we gave those to. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm not telling you all this to brag. I'm just saying there's a lot of people doing stuff right now through this quote-unquote pandemic um, that are helping people. And you can feel good about yourself when you do something like that. Um, so it's a good idea. It really is. Just to do what you can to help some somebody else. There's a lot of people going through unemployment right now even. I thank God every day that I have not missed one day of work because of what's going on in our country right now. I thank, thank him. I'm so grateful. I really am. But I, I enjoyed hearing the story about the man with the gorilla arm. So, Right. A lot of stuff going on. Jim, have you seen anything? Uh, here, here's another story for you. An Idaho man drank a liter of lemon juice through a straw. One whole liter, right? That's, that's half a two-liter bottle. He did it in 17 seconds to get the Guinness World Record. David, David Rush. He's broken more than 100 Guinness World's record to promote STEM education, whatever that is. I don't know. Do you know what STEM education is? Um, well, um, unless he's talking about education about stem cell research. I don't know if that's what that is or not. But seven, I don't know. Lemon juice? A whole liter in 17 seconds? Oh, no. Yeah. This, this, yeah. this cannot end well. No, no, he's got probably permanent pucker disease, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. PPD. Yeah, that's Permanent right. pucker disease. Permanent pucker. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Weird stuff. There's a lot of world, weird stuff going on in the world. I pulled up. I Googled. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now. And uh, there's a lot of weird stuff on Amazon for sale. You can get a blanket that looks just like a tortilla. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would, would you want one of those? No, I think I'd go for one of the uh, the Bigfoot blankets, though. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. No, there, there's. I don't know where this is coming from. You know how like we go through stuff and like the zombies weren't popular. Now zombies are popular. Okay, yeah. Well, the Bigfoot has become a thing. In fact, there's a place um, over um, in Madison Heights that I go by, and they've got this like life-size Bigfoot. Out front, and he's in that 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 crouch, that nervous, but he's like in that crouch where he's like about to take off. In the, in the famous picture, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, in yeah. The fam- I know what you're in the famous, about. F- in the famous footage of, of Bigfoot. Well, he's like in that in that posture, and when I saw it, um, like I was driving by, like in the middle of the night, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what is that? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized, Wait a second, that's Bigfoot. Right. Oh yeah. my goodness, that's hilarious. So no, Bigfoot's like become a thing now. Have you seen the? Bigfoot in the Progressive Insurance commercial? No. That is hilarious. He's sitting there and he goes, you know, during this time, I, I can't help but be a little bit down. People are doing this. being do-. And then the Progressive logo comes up over the screen. He says, the logo's over my face, isn't it? <laughs> it's oh, just, no. Yeah, it's Bigfoot, you know. 
So yeah, I get yeah, Bigfoot. I could see you and Bigfoot doing things together. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, here's a sign that you can get for your driveway. You know how you, you got signs that say you know beware a dog or you know car parking reserve for. Here's one I could see that you put on your fence, Jim. It says be aware of, and in red below it it says well just be aware. <laughs> and, uh, I could so see that on your front door. Yeah. So weird stuff on Amazon. There's a screaming boat, a book, uh, goat, book and figurine. Yeah. Socks with the, I don't know what this is. Weird people on this sock thing. Um, here's a, a golf set that you put by your toilet so you can putter while you're in the Putting? bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, there we go. Weird stuff. Conehead rubber mask head. Yeah. Weird stuff on Amazon. You ought to, you ought to check that out. They, they do have some weird stuff on there. I haven't bought anything from Amazon in a, in a little while. I think the last thing I bought was that hot dog cooker for our, our, our winner on the biscuits and gravy bunch. I've, I've been trying to cut back on my purchasing, on honing my part purchasing skills. I think they're good enough. I don't need to hone them so much. Uh, I don't need to practice uh, my purchasing skills as often as I used to. Have you seen on Amazon, they've got this... It's a pillow, and it's got, like, sequins on it. And, and if the sequins are one way, it just looks like a, a sequin pillow. Right. Uh, but when oh. you rub this, when you put the sequins the other direction, it's Nicolas Cage. I see that. I'm looking at that right now. That is multiple levels of creepy. It is. But at the same <laughs> time, it screams, you got to have one, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I am looking at that right now. That is... You think Lisa Marie has one of those on her on her couch? <laughs> oh my word, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I saw an interview with her this week. Sometime they were talking uh, some YouTube video or something. I saw was talking about her failed marriages in the past, and uh, she was explaining each one. And she got to Michael Jackson, and he, she said, "Well, we just got to where we just couldn't get along, and we couldn't, you know, we we in, we had just had differences." And they were like, well, what about Nicolas Cage? And she was like, well, it was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so, uh, something like that, to that effect. I don't remember exactly. Uh, I, I don't know why why that one happened. I know that Nicolas Cage was a big Elvis Presley fan. He was a huge Elvis Presley fan. So maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe he thought a marriage to Priscilla would get him a peek in the bedroom upstairs at Graceland. I don't know. But... Weird, weird stuff out there, definitely for sure. This, this tortilla blanket's really, man. I would wake up. I, I would wake up hungry. I would. I, I love a good tortilla. Do you, do you buy tortillas often? Not, not super often, but no? I get them from time to time. Um, well, here you have to. They're, they're everywhere. It's like a, a not so subliminal message. You can't walk down. You can't walk into a grocery store without seeing them stacked up. At, we have a whole tortilla section in our grocery stores here. In one of our grocery stores, we even have a tortilla factory. You walk by, they're coming out of the conveyor belt right at you. Buy a tortilla. That actually sounds kind of cool. It, it actually is. Um, I had a friend that worked at the tortilla factory for a while. Um, but, yeah, they and they got them bagged up. So the, the tortillas, you can buy them here, like from the, the brand name, the Mission. Mission ones are the fluffy missions. They're actually one of my favorites. But you can get them fresh right off the factory belt, too. And th those are good. They are. So one of these days you're going to have to get out here so I can treat you to an authentic 
Uh-huh. Homemade factory factory built tortilla. Yeah. So nice. They're they're good for a quick snack for the kids. Doesn't matter what kind of cheese, put a cheese on there, fold it in half, pop it in the microwave, boom, there you go, kid. Be quiet and play yep. your video game. Right. <laughs> so hey, we've all been there. Whether we want to admit it or not, we've right. all been because this is the twentieth century. So I, no, I like uh, tortillas. Uh, uh, one of my favorite things. I'll, I'll make up. Century. I'll make up a, a batch of chili. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll make up a batch of chili, and I'll use that chili for everything. Yeah, you know, I'll put the chili on a potato, nuke a potato. I'll put that chili uh, on my eggs in the morning. I'll eat the chili by itself. But but one kind of cool thing to do is I'll make I'll take the chili and I'll make a burrito out of it. And I fold the fold the tortilla all up. And then, um, and then stick the tortilla in a frying pan and get it all toasty on the outside. I'll, I'll tell that's, you how you doctor that nice. up. You put a little bit of corn, corn chips in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Make that. Give it that Taco Bell crunchiness to it. Right. So yeah, that's one way to do it. Um, Jim, there's San Antonio, George. We are now short right. on time, so I will just like to say, uh, don't forget to tip your server. Make a friend if you possibly can, even if you have to put a gorilla arm. Up your sleeve. <laughs> Above all else, spend some time with your kids. You won't regret it, and they won't forget it. And it is important in this day and age to spend time with your kids. Absolutely. So, Jim? And please, turn on your Amber Alerts. The life you save may be someone that you know and care for. And you don't have to even listen to the propaganda sent your way through that. You don't. So, that that about does it. I think we're, we're going to call it a night. Crawl, it's a night. Crawl into our tortilla b- blankets. And, uh, Good night, Gracie. Yeah, there you go. So, folks, <laughs> I just want to say thanks for joining us right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Run out and get those kids of yours a Big Mac, quarter pounder che- with cheese, or a 19-piece chicken nugget. <laughs> and uh, just have a good time. We love you here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We're not only praying for our country, we're praying for you, too. And that's the gospel truth. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Good night, everybody.